Hello everyone and welcome to Beatles News Briefs, your home for the latest real clear Beatles news and information. I'm your host Steve Marinucci and this is Dateline January 16th, 2019. Later in today's show, the author of Beatleness and our Beatles News Briefs contributing editor Candy Leonard and I will discuss a question that occurred to me that I'd like to hear your reaction on. I'm not going to tell you exactly what the question is. You'll have to listen further into the show and find out. But first, a couple of quick news items in the latest chart news. Paul McCartney announced a new freshen up date today. It's June 29th at the T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas. The pre-sale begins January 16th at 10 a.m. through his website. The password for the pre-sale is Paul Freshen Up Las Vegas. Public sale begins January 22nd at 10 a.m. Pacific Time. And there's been no official word as of this moment, but Ticketmaster is showing a new Ringo All-Star Band show August 28th at the Paramount Theater in Oakland, California. According to Ticketmaster, the tickets go on sale January 18th at 10 a.m. Pacific Time. Pre-sale starts at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, January 17th, also through Ticketmaster. An official announcement from Ringo of added dates in the U.S. is coming soon, we were told by his rep. In video news, the 1993 film Backbeat is being released on Blu-ray by Shout Factory on February 19th. You can find an ordering link on our Beatles News and Information page on Facebook, and also our That's What I Want Beatles Store page also on Facebook. We'd appreciate it if you'd use those links. Finally, federal employees impacted by the government shutdown can receive a free pair, free pair of tickets to a show called Beatles vs. Stones, a musical showdown, which is playing at the Rococo Theater in Nebraska on Wednesday, as reported by the Lincoln Journal Star. The offer is based on ticket availability, and tickets may only be obtained at the box office on the day of the show. Federal employees must show a valid government ID to get the tickets. Chris Legrand, who plays Mick Jagger, said in the release accompanying the complimentary ticket offer, federal employees are struggling without paychecks and coming to a concert might take their minds off it for an evening. And now some chart positions from the Billboard issue of January 19th. On the Billboard 200 at number 17 down from 81 is the White Album. 135 down from 128 is Beatles 1. And at 138 down from 126 is Abbey Road. Uh, On the Artist 100, the Beatles are number 42 down from number 41. Top Album Sales, number 30 down from 24 is The White Album. 67 up from 68 is Abbey Road. 88 down from 58 is Egypt Station. 93 up from 98 is Beatles 1. And 97 down from 86 is Sgt. Pepper. Uh, The catalog albums, uh, 29 down from 11 is the White Album. Number 40 down from 32 is Beatles 1. And 41 down from 30 is Abbey Road. Top rock albums, number 19 down from 12 is the White Album. Number 22 uh, staying the same is the Beatles 1. And number 24 down from 21 is Abbey Road. On the vinyl chart, all good news. All three albums, uh, Beatle albums showing on the chart are up. Uh, up. Five up from nine is Abbey Road. Twelve up from 14 is the White Album. And 16 up from 20 is Sgt. Pepper. 
And now, sitting on a little discussion between myself and contributing editor Candy Leonard, uh, after that, I'll be back with this day in history. Okay, I'm with Candy Leonard, uh, author of Beetleness and the contributing editor to Beetle News Briefs. Hey, Candy. Hey, Steve. How you doing? Okay, and we're here to do a little talking about the Beatles. And I have a, a question, and, I, and it, this just hit me today. And I, I don't know what the inspiration of it was, but I thought I'd run it past you. And I also hopefully we'll hear from some listeners as to what they think about this question. It's a crazy question, but here goes. There are several shows out there. Um, there's one in, in Las Vegas. Um, and uh, there's, uh, in fact, I think there's two of the two of these in, are in Las Vegas for Elvis and Michael Jackson, and there's the Roy Orbison show that's touring where they use holograms to, you know, kind of bring them back alive. Right. I think that was also done with Prince, I believe. Too. Have they? Are they? They started doing it with Prince too. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. But the but my question is. If somebody put together a John Lennon or a George Harrison show, would you go? <laughs> well, I mean, I guess would I go is sort of a slightly different question than what do I think about it? Well, all right, let's, um, let's start with the what do, you, what, what do you think about it? What do you think about it? Well, it's interesting. I mean, you... I mean, why stop at a solo George or a solo John? You could theoretically have a uh you could reunite them well that was one of the that was the reason why i said john lennon or george harrison rather than doing a beatles reunion because number one the chances of that happening would be i think very slim because the beatles wouldn't allow it the, the ring i can't see the beatles doing anything like that now maybe you know maybe once all four of them are gone. Maybe they do it. Right. Somebody, somebody would do it. But I do not think that would happen now. Absolutely not. Well, the same permissions that would be required for doing a holographic or virtual reunion. I don't know what we'd call it. Um, you'd still, even for just a solo John holographic performance or solo George, you'd still need permissions. Well, you'd need permissions from the estate, the, the right. individual estates. But that would be different than getting permissions from four states or four four entities. Because who do you think would be the biggest holdout? Now, yeah. Oh, I think Paul. I think Paul probably. I you think. think? Paul, yeah, yeah. Why do. do you think that? But I, I don't think I, I don't. But I don't think either of them. I don't think Ringo would do it either, because I don't think he, he doesn't want. I don't think. Well, they've they've basically said since. John died, that the Beatles can't get back together. And they have, you know, this whole th thing about reunions, every time the two of them get together, whether it be on record or on stage, you get all these headlines, you know, these clickbait headlines that say, Beatles reunion, Beatles right, reunion. Right, right. Where it isn't. It really isn't. No, it isn't. And but this is what you're talking about is kind of a whole other thing. I mean, there is some right. universe where I could imagine just, you know, because they're into the technology and the gee whiz factor. 
I could almost imagine them kind of maybe possibly wanting to play around with that. I don't know. I mean, but getting back to your original question, would I go? Probably not. Do I think it's a bad thing? No. I mean, I I figure, you know, if people would, if, if, if the permission is granted to do this and, and they, and, you know, fans want to go, why not? I mean, you know, I, I guess the counter argument is that somehow it's disrespectful or or undignified or whatever. But I mean, it's it's harmless, I guess. See, my feeling is completely opposite. I think really dreadful idea. Absolutely, I would not. I would not go to it for, you know. Yeah, I mean, if I was asked to review it, I suppose I would go. <laughs> but I would not pay to see this. I would not pay to see. I wouldn't. I, I mean, I really cringed when I saw that Roy Orbison. You know, they were putting out Roy Orbison shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, that really bothered me. Elvis didn't surprise me because Elvis has always been a money-making entity. They've right, always like the Beatles. <laughs> well, yeah, I suppose. I mean, it, it, the given the fact that uh, you know, until Love came into the picture, the Beatles didn't really have a a Las Vegas type situation right they didn't um, have the yeah. yeah i mean they there there are when you go to vegas when i the last one of the times i remember that i was in vegas um one of the beetle tribute bands was playing there and i'm sure there's always a beatles tribute band found around vegas or that may have been there before love you know fine um i mean that kind of thing you can't stop and vegas is the type of you know environment where you'll see all sorts of crazy things like that. Um, right. I mean, you know, the Liberace Museum was there, and Liberace was there, God knows forever. I mean, he is the he is the Vegas act. You know, I mean, really. Right. For- well, the Beatles have the you know they sort of have this weird weird situation, which I mean, you could say they're a Vegas act without having to go through the indignity of being a Vegas act. Right. Well, yeah, and I suppose if you really wanted to dis love, you could say that. I mean, I've never been the a huge, huge fan of 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 love. I have to, I have to admit that I've seen well, it. Well, I have to admit that I haven't seen it. Okay. So I mean, I I have. What? I have. I've seen it twice. Oh yeah, and and I just kind of well, I mean, there are parts of it that are that are kind of interesting the end part with with george singing while my guitar gently weeps is is absolutely gorgeous um you know and some of the acrobatics are interesting although they have changed the show since it began i mean it changed yeah, i heard it a few years it, ago it that they changed it and people seem to say that it was like a great not that it, they didn't like it before but that it was much better i almost went a couple of times but it, it didn't work out but, you know, I don't think we're the audience for that necessarily. Well, um, I, maybe we are. I don't know. Well, I mean, I don't want to get into a whole big discussion of the love show now, but the sound system is really, it, it, I mean, it's a, it's in a kind of an auditorium and you've got he- headphones around, practically around your head. Um, so you've got that kind of, a, you've got a surround sound system mm-hmm. and, and everything like that. And, you know, the whole thing, the, it's, it's like almost being 
seeing a planetarium show kind of you know it's that kind of envelopment type of thing but that's not real i mean the whole issue of seeing somebody dead on stage in a hologram i can't see that i mean another person i'm surprised they haven't done that with is jim morrison uh, right, right. To my knowledge, they have not done. They haven't done that. And the Doors would be another group that would be very um, would be, be very receptive, I would think. Or Bowie. Ex- or Bowie. Yeah, I'm surprised. We may very well see a Bowie show. Um, I, I, mean, I don't I know. I I haven't heard. I haven't heard of one yet. But I, I we mean, may. Well, very- you know, think, talking about the Love Show, I think it's not unrelated in that. Both, you know, if you think about a holographic beetle or solo beetle, perform, you know, thing, and lo- I mean, they're similar in that they're both kind of, um, you know, they're new versions of this thing that was, and they're already kind of, you know, illusion. You know, they're mm-hmm. already like it, it's taken already into such a different context that. Well, you, you do have. You, I mean, there are pictures during the love show so it's not like you don't see anything right. I, well, I can't i can't remember i can't I remember say, that, what you're saying about the wraparound experience i mean you could also have beatles a uh, beatles performance in virtual reality mm-hmm. which I I, i'm surprised i mean i i predict that's probably gonna happen you know they, they, they've i mean love i guess comes close to that i can't remember because it's been a couple of years now um whether they actually do a, a virtual thing or not, but I know there are images at some point projected in the center where you look and you see, you know, George and 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 John and stuff. So there are there is that, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's I don't remember I can't remember offhand if it's three D. I haven't seen it. You know, I've only seen it a couple of times. But I mean, the issue of of, of we're talking now about John and George, right? They, and whether or not a John and George show, you know, whether you would, uh, whether you would be for that or against it, I would be completely against it. Period. I and would, your reason, in a nutshell, is um, because I think it's, I think it's just a very bad. You think it's creepy? Yeah, I think it's. I think it is. I think it's a, a very bad tribute. I don't think it's a, you know, I think it's just a money-grabbing tribute. Well, I, yes, it is. I agree with you. It is creepy, and it is sort of money-grabbing. But at the same time, I also think, I mean, I, I, I mean, I don't know what, I mean, of course, it's, it's absurd to think, well, would they want that? What would they think about it? And I don't know about George so much, but I think if John, like, looked down and saw that that was happening, I think he'd probably get sort of a kick out of it. I mean, they were all you know, always into technology and new technologies and things. I don't know. I mean, I agree with you. It's kind of creepy and a money grab. But at the same time, just, I mean, I think fans would love it. Most fans. I mean, mm-hmm. some might find it just too creepy. I ha- I have to admit that I could not have predicted love. I I, I was genuinely. Well, there you go, right? I, I, mean, I was genuinely surprised when when this whole when the whole love thing came up. Because and remember who was the one that initiated it, George, because he was the one that saw the show, saw the Cirque du Soleil first and recommended it. So, yeah, really, that, the whole love show was George's concept. No, but his he it was his inspiration, because okay. he was the one he was the first one 
to he was the one that saw the Cirque du Soleil show and he was the one who came up with the idea. I mean, he didn't develop the whole show. That was obviously done by others too. But it was his he was the one that kind of got the wheel going on that thing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I would never have been able to I would never have predicted that. Now, whether or not whether or not the Harrison estate will do something like that on George, you know, I don't know. It's well, a, do you think Yoko? What do you think Yoko would think about it? See, that's a that's an that's an interesting question too, because we're talking about two different people here, talking about the Harrison estate and the Lennon estate. Um, I don't know. I honestly I don't, don't know. I, I somehow think they'd get a kick out of it. I think, you know, like people like us who grew up with them, I think we maybe see these things differently. And, you know, maybe we need to zoom out and see how a broader population, a younger demographic sees them. And so our sense of, and I agree with you, oh, it's creepy, it's undignified, it's disrespectful. I mean, all that, you know, you could certainly make the case for, for that mm-hmm. but other people other people who have a different perspective on them than we have might think it's it's the greatest thing in the world because it gives them an opportunity to um you know experience them in a way that they couldn't have before and that's an excellent point because i think you're right i think younger people would go for it more i th- I, I i do but that doesn't mean that i have to like it and i don't <laughs> no, you don't. I mean, you know, I'm just thinking about which maybe we'll talk about in a future um, show about, you know, Crate and Barrel offering these, you know, this line of Beatles home decor, these prints, right. which get pretty pricey, you know, and in in a way, it's, the, you know, like, it's very, uh, you could say, well, it's co-opted, it's a money grab, it, it, it's it's contextualizing them in a way, you know, in this kind of, you know, it, it, it sort of somehow doesn't seem to be consistent with who they were, whatever. But that's, I think that would be our perception. I think other, again, younger fans, you know, who, you know, millennials who have $600 to spend on a Beatles print, you know, I mean, they wouldn't see anything wrong with that. I, I, I again, I, I'm not going to argue with you on that one because I agree with you. There, you know, for every, for every person that doesn't like something, you know, we have the somebody else that does. So, you know, what can you say? Right, and the bottom line here is that all of these things, and I'm sure there's going to, they're going to show up in incarnations that we can't even foresee now. So, I mean, who could have imagined Beat Bugs, for example, the kid, the Netflix show, which is adorable. My grandson um, loves it. I have not seen that yet. I, ha- I have to. It's, it's very nice. To, it's it's it. very nicely done. Um, so and we couldn't have envisioned things, you know, these other contexts, these other uses of their, you know, whatever. Um, so who knows what we're going to see over the, the next decades. But the bottom line is that it's keeping them out there in the ether, you know? Oh, absolutely. And, and there's no, there's no telling what the techno, how the changing tech, technology will be used to bring the Beatles to future audiences. There's no way that we can that we can predict that. 
But yeah, I mean, we might have, you know, yellow submarine figures, you know, in the uh, Macy's Thanksgiving parade. You know, who knows? I still, you know, that whole thing about the, the 3D yellow submarine, I, it, I, I'm kind of wishing that they had not um, completely given up on that. That's too bad. I think it would have been interesting. I think the horror of that was the unknown. I don't think, I think because nobody knew what, what they were going to do. And they were also looking at the fact that they were probably, they didn't know, you know, how the Beatles themselves, the, the actual Beatles were going to be in it. I think there was, I think that was the problem there, but you know, who knows? It may, they may, you know, God knows they may come up with that idea down the road sometime and then decide to go for it. Well, I mean, Yellow Submarine is a really important product for them because it really is the gateway for the next, you know, for for the youngest generation, whatever, at at whatever moment that is, you know. And so, you know, I mean, and Beat Bugs also, I mean, when I was visiting um, my daughter and her family in Brooklyn and my um grandson was watching beat bugs and then we went out for a walk and he's like scooting down on his little scooter the streets of brooklyn singing Beatles songs <laughs> are they using see this is how much i've i've I'm, are they using actual Beatles songs or are they using remakes they're remakes okay see i have um, I, I i i i have netflix i should i should watch it you should but, check out a few episodes. It's it's really cute. It's like these little characters, and it it's it. I mean, it, it's that kind of modern a- animation that many of us don't like, but it's a good version of the you know more kind of modern animation. And it opens the, this opening theme song and the closing song is "All You Need Is Love." It's it's very sweet. It's nice. It's kind of an, it's really an homage to them. It, it's very well done. I thought. And what's funny is that they they, they won't. Um, they won't license the they'll license the images, but not the actual original Beatle cartoons. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, well, I want you know they must have a plan. I mean, not a plan, but I mean, they, I'm sure they give a lot of thought to what they will and will not do. So another oh, recent sure. example, which again we may talk about in the future, is the the adult what they're calling an adult coloring book, based on Lennon McCartney lyrics with that Crayola put out, um, you know, which is, you know, like any company, whether it's Crayola or Crate and Barrel that gets that, you know, that goodie. (laughs) I mean, that's huge. Right. Right. Anyway, thank you very much, Candy. That that was, uh, that was, that was fun. That was fun. And we should ask people to comment. Would, would they go see a holographic George or John or even a, completely synthetic holographic reunion yeah no i agree thank you thank you uh yeah absolutely if uh, we'd love to hear from you um you can write to us at beatlesnewsdesk at gmail.com or they can put it on the facebook on facebook uh, on the beatles news and information page on facebook so thank you again all beatles, right thank you beatles, take care this author candy leonard and we will do this again on this day uh, in history, in uh, 1957, January 16, 1957, the Cavern Club in Liverpool opened 
as a jazz club and later became a venue for rising rock bands such as one called The Beatles. January 16, 1964, The Beatles played the first of two shows of, of ter- first two of 18 shows at the Paris Olympia. January 16, 1970, this was a busy day uh, in, in Beatles history. Scotland Yard confiscated John and Yoko's lithographs from the Bag One Gallery in London because they were obscene, quote, quote. January 16, 1980, another big legal moment in Beatles history. Paul McCartney was busted for marijuana in Japan. Uh, January 16, 1988, George Harrison hit number one on the U.S. singles chart with Got My Mind Set on You. January 17, 1967, the Daily Mail ran a story about 4,000 holes in the road in Lancashire, and you know that that inspired some lines in A Day in the Life. And on January 18, 1964, the Beatles' I Want to Hold Your Hand debuted on the U.S. charts at number 45. Born on this day on January 18, 1944, was Legs Larry Smith, a member of the Bonzo Dog Band, who also performed in Magical Mystery Tour. Uh, Legs Larry Smith designed the cover for George Harrison's Gone Trobo album, and he is mentioned by name in the Bonzo song, the intro and the outro, and when I saw Elton John in concert in the early 70s, and I can't remember exactly what year it was, I think it was 72 or 73, Legs Larry Smith was part of the show. So, anyway, um, that's it for now. You can catch our shows on fab4radio.com. Thanks, Matt. Beatlesarama.com. Thank you, Pat. And also on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. Join our Beatles News and Information group on Facebook for the latest in Beatles in the Beatles world. And check out our That's What I Want Beatles store page on Facebook for gift ideas for yourself or for your p- favorite people. And please look for our next show, and, subs- and we hope you will subscribe. Thanks again to Candy Leonard, author of Beatleness, a great book that you should have if you don't already, uh, and also our contributing uh, editor on Beatles News Briefs. Till next time, this is Steve Marinucci saying... Be seeing you! that one market fab <laughs> <laughs>